Hey, kings and queens, welcome back to the Think About Us podcast. This is Willie. And I'm Fiona. Mm. Is it? Yeah, it is. Mm. Live and in the flesh. Mm. How you doing, my queen? <sighs> I'm okay. At least I'm trying to be. You trying to be okay? Yeah. You So you, you, you working on it? I'm working on it. Okay. All right. Well, we... We took some time off the last week so you can get yourself together. So you you still you still working on yourself. I get it. I get it. <laughs> well, I get it. I get nah, it. You know this Ohio Valley weather change and allergy season had my allergies in full of flare up last week. So mm-hmm. I didn't even really have the voice to record last week. No, you did. You did. So yeah. Okay. Uh, we got company today. Yes, we do. Flesh of my flesh. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Zion. I am the offspring. (laughs) 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 Yeah, that's one way to put it. That's the offspring. Yeah, baby boy. So let's um let's get caught up. Uh, Joe hit me up the other day. Said, "Uh, where the hell y'all at?" Right. So right. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, but I appreciate you, Joe. Uh, at least we know you're listening. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, how was your week, babe? How how what's your how's your mental health? How how's your car doing? How how are you feeling? How are your glasses? I mean, what's what's going on? What's going on with the queen? <laughs> <laughs> well, my week, this was the week before spring break. So we are officially on spring break. Mm-hmm. And it was a short week, but it seemed to be one of the longest weeks in history. Um, normally when we have short weeks, that's the status quo. They feel long. But everybody, teachers, students, everybody is ready for break. So, mm-hmm. you know. That coupled with me still trying to physically be on the mend. But, um, you know, it went by pretty well. We did, uh, at school we had the fourth and fifth grade versus, kickball game, fourth and fifth graders versus the staff. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a pretty good game. You know, the kids enjoyed it. Adults enjoyed it too. We did blow them out. I think it was like, 36 to 2. Um, but we had fun. I ended up being impromptu MC for the game. But spending that time on Wednesday outdoors and Thursday we had a field trip where we spent the entire day outdoors kind of flare my <laughs> allergies back up. So mm-hmm. kind of hazy from that. Okay. Have you been taking your allergy medications regularly uh, like you're supposed to? Well... Before the flare-up? No, because I had not. You know, I, And I'll say this. I haven't always suffered from allergies. I probably have for the past 10 years. And as each year goes by, I think I suffer from them. I mean, it's worse than the year before. So I haven't been to an allergist to necessarily say I should be on this <coughs> regimen. Um, I know we do take, you know, allergy meds. So I don't know. I'm going to have to meet with my primary care while I'm off, just to see what I should take and shouldn't take and in what combinations. Okay. 
So, yeah, I, probably, I need to figure that out because, as we can see, it's definitely taking a toll on me. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Zion, how, how's your week been? How's your mental health? How are you enjoying your spring break? Um, this has been, like, one of the calmest, most chill week that I've had these past few weeks. Oh. Okay. All so right. what made it so calm and chill? Um, I had a field trip to Washington, D.C. What? I think that's a little more than a field trip. What? You went work. Where'd you go? And did what? With who? To Bye. Washington, D.C. Mm. So tell us about this trip. Yeah, tell us. Please. Um, It was a fun trip. We did a lot of museums. We just went through the whole Capitol Hill area. And we toured a lot of things. We... Went around the White House and the Capitol, and we just went through a lot of museums. <laughs> but we did have some personal leisure fun. Fun time. Mm. So um, the trip that he's mentioning started off as being his eighth grade trip. Seventh. Was it seventh grade? Seventh. Oh, wow. It was supposed to be a seventh grade trip. And uh, then COVID happened. So here we are as sophomores taking the trip. Mm. And uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. What, uh, what was the highlight? What was your best part of the trip? Talk to the mic, please, sir. Probably Top Golf. You went to Washington D.C. and the highlight of the trip was Top Golf. Yes. Okay. Well, what made Top Golf the highlight of the trip? We had fun. I oh. have fun with my friends. Okay. So, of all of the touristy things, the itinerary things that you all did, the official, you know, museum tours, etc. What from that? What was your favorite? Probably, like, I think it was called the Black History and Arts Museum. Mm -hmm. That was my favorite. Why was it your favorite? Because it had it had stuff that I was really interested in. Like? <laughs> I mean, you know what? Like, new things to learn about. Just the culture of music and arts and creativity that black people have gifted to this country. Okay. Right. I can dig it. Got any examples? Um, like when we were going through, we saw like some of Diana Di Diana mm -hmm. Ross's outfits and we also went through and we saw like a bunch of albums and stuff like Lauren Hill albums and stuff and just a lot of you know history facts all throughout the walls and exhibits okay all right 
Anything else? Okay, so <laughs> since you don't know what you want to talk about, hey, so let's talk about this trip you took to the HBCU campus. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Hmm? Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? It was great. Yeah, I know. How was it? Elaborate, yeah. son. Mm-hmm. What made it great? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I walked in, like, well, when we pulled up, it seemed like a normal college campus. And we started, you know, walking through some buildings and Mm -hmm. some trees. And, you know, the guys just talking and talking until we get to, like, it was Howard University, the the big old court. I don't want to say a courtyard, but it was just like, you know how they they may have the library on one side, mm-hmm. dormitories on one side, mm-hmm. you know. They might have called it the courtyard. But they just had a lot of stuff and, you know, parties going on. Parties? And when it was just like, it was the most culture I had seen on the whole trip. Oh, really? When you say culture, what do you mean? Like, when I walked in, I don't think I saw not one person that was not of color. Oh, so it was black people doing what black people do. Mm. Mm. So <clears throat> let me ask you this. So are you now considering going to a HBCU? Yes, sir. Okay. So are you considering doing other tours or visiting other HBCUs? campuses i would like to okay so when y'all was taking this tour mm-hmm. i mean i'm just throwing this out there randomly but you didn't happen to see like i don't know some five foot six foot queens nubian queens walking around the campus long hair short hair brown eyes green eyes Waffle tone, cream tone, that might have caught your eye. They say, oh, so this is what they do. Hmm. None of that might might have, might have, I don't know, little, <clears throat> little persuasion. So, hmm? anyway. Was, that, was, <laughs> there a little, was there a little persuasion? Hmm? All that gumbo walking around, huh? Huh, son? Hmm. Was a little bit of persuasion. So I get that, you what? know. Oh, so y'all just yeah. So y'all just gonna just shut me down, okay? Yeah, huh? Is, yeah, is that yeah, is that just a little bit? Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. We're not gonna shut you down. We're just gonna pin it for a moment. So I'm gonna say because of his silence, that that that's a yes. So you know, I get it. You visit <laughs> a HBCU, and a, there there is definitely something in the atmosphere. You know, a feeling you get, a buzz in the air that's different. Um, and when you talk to HBCU alums, you know, they talk about the experience, you know, Mm -hmm. is like none other. But outside of that, I mean, what, what else would you hope to gain from, you know, an experience at an HBCU? Um. To the mic, please, sir. Comfortability. And when I say that, it means like 
that throughout that whole trip, there had been people that were talking about how 50% of DC's population is black. Mm -hmm. And it was hard for me to believe because in the areas that I was in, Mm -hmm. I barely saw any black people Mm -hmm. and I didn't believe it until we got to the campus. Mm -hmm. So when I, I could say that in one corner, they're like campaigning for Mr. And Miss Tower university or there's, small black businesses set up shopping there's parties there's music everywhere that you would hear at like a cookout Mm -hmm. and it it was like a shock a bit and even though it was a shock and it felt like it was something new it was like it was i felt comfortable you felt like home. But I didn't feel right feeling comfortable. Why? Why didn't you feel right f- feeling comfortable? Because there's not a lot of spaces like that. And it, and any other college tour I've been on, I haven't. And you know what? I will say um, from having conversations, you know, one of my friends, um, Anita has a daughter who attends the HBCU. And she says that she feels like that experience has been the best for her daughter and that her daughter, I'll say you all are similar in the sense that you are both kind of reserved, you know, introvert. But she says it has bought, brought a different kind of confidence, a kind of, it's like a cultural confidence and it's like a kind of a swag you know, that she has that she doesn't think she would have gotten anywhere else. So I can, I can see, I can, I can understand, you know, from that aspect of it. Okay. Okay. So is your school doing any more tours or visits to any more HBCUs or is you going to do this on your own? I'm sure there will be some for, for my schools, mm-hmm. but if there are some HBCUs that I do end up finding myself interested in, I feel like it's something that you know we could go and visit. And I think maybe um, I'm sure there'll be opportunities to do uh, college tours through um, Capley, you know, the organization that you're in. <laughs> what? <laughs> Also, and, and you know what? That's when Alexis was considering uh, HBCU when we did her. We had a mommy-daughter trip, and we took the time to tour uh, Tennessee State University. So, hey, maybe it could be a, a family trip. Okay. You know. All right. Well, you got anything else you would like to add about your HBCU experience, sir? Or just the trip in general? Or the trip in general. Now, later on, we will talk about the gumbo. You don't have to talk about the gumbo, son. Um, but I'm surprised <laughs> that you didn't mention this one thing that we did talk about, because I know it's. I've been to D.C. I've only been one time, but one of the memorable things that I experienced while I was there was watching the changing of the guard at Arlington National Cemetery. Mm-hmm. And uh, you did say you uh, were able to experience that while you were there. Mm-hmm. And I just, I that was a very, it was very solemn. It was very, um, oh, the word escapes me that I'm looking for. But it was a very solemn, it was a very, it was touching, you know what I'm saying? Just 
you know, to watch that um, experience. But yeah, I just remember you said, you know, mentioning that. Yeah, when we first got done with our monumental march mm-hmm. to get up there, <laughs> and we walked up, and it was probably like 500 people mm-hmm. all surrounded the thing. And I couldn't hear not a voice. The thing. Not a thing. The tomb of the unknown soldier. It was so quiet that it was kind of like. It's, yeah, it's eerily quiet. And you don't have any, everyone pays respect to what's going on. And you can literally hear a pin drop. I feel like even if I were to whisper to, you know, Jaden or Greg and be like, what's going on? I feel like. Uh, everybody would hear me and somebody would just come tackle me. <laughs> but yeah, I had to Google it. I was like, um, what is this? So I had to Google it well, so I could understand. But they explained to us afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Rain, snow, sleet, or hail, that tomb is always manned. Mm-hmm. And it's just... They said, I, um, our tour guide from World Strides, he was telling us about how there was even a guard guard to the mics, please, sir. Guards there during um during a hurricane mm-hmm. that was happening up there. Yeah. And it was so quiet, I thought it would have been like, you remember at Granddaddy's funeral when they shot the guns? Mm-hmm. I thought they were gonna end up shooting the guns. Mm-hmm. So I was kinda like bracing myself. I was like, this is about to be loud, but I was like, Okay. Oh, well it's still not happening. Yeah, and then just hearing the the click and clack of their shoes, you know, on the concrete and everything. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely something to experience. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed your trip. I'm glad the trip finally came to fruition because it had been rescheduled three times. Hmm. Yeah. All right, that was cool. That was dope. Yeah. Well, sir, thank you for sharing your experience with us. You're now excused. You don't have to stay for the rest of this show. All right. Uh, just um, pick up your trash as you leave that you crinkled up in your hand. Yeah, God bless you. pretty dope yeah that was good <clears throat> i'm glad he got to experience it i'm glad he got to experience you know mm-hmm. you know just a taste of that hbcu experience as well yeah i'd love to be able to go back to visit you know the african-american history museum i would love to visit some of the you know local some of the local ben's chili bowl some of the local mm-hmm. um things that you hear about a lot um mm. uh, so for, before we get, I'm going to go ahead and, because I'm going to go ahead and get to my week, or weeks. Okay. So my my stress level is, you know, I. Um, what about your mental health, babe? That's all I was about to say. My mental health is it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Tell us what's going on, my king. Let me tell you about how. Oh Lord! <laughs> it's just been I've just been real busy. You know I've been working a lot of hours. Yeah. 
crazy, man. Yeah, a lot of hours. Um, it's move has been ridiculous, unorganized. Um, it has been not an eye opener. It has been just more frustrating than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I've in the month that I've been there, I've already had a talk with <laughs> the president of the company. I've already had a talk with my manager. I've had a talk with his boss, and I had a talk with all the other bosses. So, pray tell, what did y'all talk about? Because <sighs> I'm sure straight shot Willie. No, not me. Yeah. Um... Basically, we we basically took our old we took our habits from the old building and brought them to the new facility, and it's just it's chaos. Nobody knows nothing. At one point, I looked at one of the um, managers. Or I don't I don't I don't know what their title. It doesn't matter. And I said, I shouldn't be asking these kind of questions at this point of this move. Right. And he was like, I agree. And then I walked away. It got to the point to where I, I, at one point I told my manager, I was like, I'm I'm probably not going to be here the rest of the week because I need a mental break from Mm y'all. And when I said y'all, I said y'all. I said, because this, I, I can't work like this. This is, y'all want me to function in chaos, and I can't function in chaos because n- nothing nothing is being done how it should have been done. It felt like you were spinning your wheels. Oh, yeah, we all are. I mean, we're all working. Not all, but majority of us is working 60 to 70 hours a week, if not more. So, but, like, let me give you an example. So, you know, like, when I first when I first got there, it was just, we had material just everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, when I, you know, I, I got there, first day I told my manager, I was like, look, I just need you to focus on logistics and then I'll focus on getting this stuff organized, getting it received, making sure that what needs to be worked in the right manner. And I'll make sure that all the material gets double checked before it leaves the area. That way we don't have to worry about discrepancies. Do you know what discrepancies are? My love. So he was like, okay. So then I end up carving out a whole area to put stuff and where my guys can work at. And then maybe the next day they come to me and say, hey, when you move this and move that, give them the number of the cone and where you put it at. For what? So they can so they can find it. I don't I don't I don't understand what you're saying. Well, I created this whole system so that when y'all receive stuff in, 
they're not looking all over the place for it and they can go right to it. Okay, so what you're telling me is along with all the other chaos that y'all have here that I'm dealing with, you want me to spend an extra 20 to 30 minutes writing down the numbers that's on the cones and then write down where I placed them at and then give them to somebody else to do. Yes. So you're giving me more work to do, and then you're also giving somebody else more work to do on top of our normal stuff. Yes. Yes. Well, what's wrong? You seem a little perturbed. Yeah, I, I, I am because this doesn't make sense. What well, doesn't make sense? What you just told me. It doesn't make sense. Nothing about this makes sense. I I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make sense, and this has nothing to do with what they're going through up there. Well, what well, what do you mean? The stuff they're looking for is not even at this warehouse. It's at the old warehouse, or it's stuck on a trailer somewhere because they decide just to move stuff to certain bins that just so happens be the same kind of bins that we're that we're using, mm-hmm. and we're here receiving stuff in. The stuff that the people are looking for to pull orders or to fulfill orders for customers has nothing to do with what we're doing. This stuff is not here. Or if it is here, it's buried somewhere else in this building. The stuff that we're receiving in has nothing to do with them at all. So this process that y'all created has nothing to do with us at all. Matter of fact, it's fucking up what I have planned out what I have organized oh yeah I don't understand why we keep putting band-aids on top of band-aids on top of band-aids and hoping that we're gonna stop a gunshot wound from from clotting up right I, I don't I don't understand why as a company we we function like this and this was your boss or your boss's boss you were having a conversation with? All of them. Okay. All of them. So, but. Were you all able to? Come to an agreement. Yeah. Or at least <laughs> some kind of. Yeah. 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 It, it it's been taken care of now. I I wasn't the only one who thought this. I was right. the only one who said something. Of course, of course. Oh, see, why you gotta say? It like I, I mean, I know, baby. I know. <laughs> okay. But that's that's how my week's been. Weeks has been going. Yeah, it, it's it's like it's yeah, it's like that almost every day. I kind of knew this was going to happen just from our conversations um, before your move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's... The good thing is, I mean, 
the money's there if you want to make the money. Right. Which I have no issue with that. The issue is don't, excuse me, don't come and fuck up what I got going on thinking that it's going to help. Excuse me, excuse me, y'all. It's going to help <laughs> when you don't really know what's going on. Right. People, are, people are just. It's a situation where there's a lot of chiefs and not enough Indians. Yes, and that is the issue. There's probably about four, maybe five, maybe six people who are making calls. And everybody's call is different. Right. And the right, let me guess, the right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. Yeah. So by the time it makes it down to us, they're looking at us and say, what are you doing? I said, well, that's what they told us to do. Right. And they said, well, that's not what we talked about. And I said, well, I'm going to need you to figure it out before I go any further. Right. I said, because this is what I was told to do. That's what I'm doing. We're already in the thick of it, so we might as well just finish the day out wrong, strong, <laughs> and then we just figure it out. You know, y'all can just figure it out when I go home, mm-hmm. and then let me know what y'all want to do in the morning. So, yeah. Wow. But other than that, well, at least, and I and I know, I know, um, you asked me about my mental health because I've been eating a lot of ice cream. Ice cream is my, uh, yeah. Ice cream is my safe place. That's when I know he's dressed to the max. Yeah. And then when I walked in the other day and I saw the cookies, cookies and, and the ice cream. And the syrup. And the chocolate syrup. Yeah. I knew my baby needed some time off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can't live like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, it, it's, I mean, I know it's, it's, it's going to be a process. Mm-hmm. And I know I gotta make sure that I keep work at work, but sometimes it's kind of hard to turn off that um, yeah, that engine. I get it. Um, but I did get to listen to your episode with um, with Rhonda and uh, Adi. Addy. Addy. I, I know. Sorry, Addy. I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't mess up her last name, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it was a great great episode i enjoyed it you did a great job y'all Thank did you, a great babe. job i enjoyed it you got a lot of feedback um what else i was gonna say um sorry to any other creators out there we i'm not able to listen like i usually do so i may be a day or two behind depending on how my work day's going on a new episode. So just um, bear with me and then I get to you. Um, I want to ask you, because I was listening to your episode, you know, and um, so, so y'all, so y'all going to Tennessee, Chicago. Hmm? Y'all, 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 you, y'all planned a trip, but uh, uh, I, 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 I I don't know anything about this trip. (laughs) Yeah. The trip we planned for Tennessee Mm -hmm. in May. Mm -hmm. um, Which is next month. If if you all mention it, and it's really it's really it's, it's a trip, but it's not a trip, right? And so you know how I talked about Anita, her daughter goes to Tennessee State. Okay. So we were like, well. Her daughter has a car there. Right. However, her daughter does not drive on the interstate. Okay. And so normally 
her and her husband will go down and one of them will drive her car back. And while we were having our girl slumber party, we just decided, hey, that'll be our out-of-town trip. When she goes down to pick her daughter up, we'll just ride and then one of us or a combination thereof will drive our daughter's car back. Mm. So, so it's just a... So I guess you'll you, you let me know once it gets close. Is that... that that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Wait. Hold, let me... No, 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 no. No, it's it's okay. fine. I mean, I <laughs> I know now. <sighs> so does the rest of the world. Uh, yeah, clearly, clearly. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's what that was. Um... Another thing, mm-hmm. uh, great topic about friends. Um, felt a little bad, a little bit. Wow. You know, oh, because, you know, you're talking about friends and, you know, I have a dog, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to yourself, baby. Oh, no, I'm fine. Because then I went to work and I was like, ah, <laughs> I remember now. Yeah, Why you? people. So, <laughs> yeah, enough peopling. But uh, no, it was a great episode. Uh, so, am am I your best friend? Am, am am I one of your best friend, or like, am I like your friend, or am I like your best friend, or if I'm am I like your BFF, or I mean, do I have to have RBF to get into this clique, or I mean. This is n- not a click. Yeah, I know, baby. <laughs> um, but, and you know what? It's funny because that's one of the things we talked about. And I do have a best friend, and we've been best friends for sh- close to 40 years now. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just throughout life, and especially, you know, as we were talking about, I was thinking as we were talking about, you know, with Zion talking about going to university, when you go to college, you develop lifelong friendships. You meet people from all different walks, all different talks. And then, you know, some some people you meet and it seems like you form it seems like you've known each other forever, you know. And like I said, all of these ladies, we've known each other forever but have just kind of fallen into this, you know, friendship. Now, when it comes to spouses, that's a whole nother level. If if you are in if you have found the right one, mm-hmm. your spouse is absolutely your best friend, but you I, that doesn't even begin to describe what that person is to you. Mm-hmm. So it's even beyond that. Your spouse is is so much more than just a friend. Mm-hmm. So n- no, you wouldn't fall into that category. You have a category of your own. Damn right. <laughs> well, okay. Right, and now right. that we've cleared that up, right. but no, honestly, it's just a it's a category it's a category of your own that mm-hmm. you can't even. It's just your own category. Mm-hmm. No one else can fit into that category. Mm-hmm. There is no room for anyone else in that category. That category is for you and you alone. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Yeah. All right. That's the best way I can describe that. Okay, you didn't have to, but I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. 
My pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, what else? Oh, so yesterday, Grant, this is I'm I'm randomly bringing this back up. Mm. So yeah, we was we mm. was we was on my on our way to go get my vehicle. Mm. Finally, after what three months, mm-hmm. and he had some uh, uh, disco music playing in the car, and no, and tell the story right. So I linked, I looked at her and said, "Hey, babe, did you go discoing? Or had did you did you ever go discoing? Did you ever go discoing?" And she and she sat at me. So hard. So hard at like And paused for how long? Yeah, it it was like a good 30, 40 seconds. Probably. Yeah. And then I was like, well, maybe she didn't hear me. Maybe I'm not speaking in the right in the right ear. Because he was dead serious. <laughs> I was. Not being facetious. Yeah. But I was not playing disco music. You <laughs> were playing music in the car and um No, I was riding with you. When were I you issue- in my car? Yes, because we because we had just dropped off the rental okay. and we was so whatever it was some random music on it was disco and um, <laughs> it was just one of them songs and you know I was singing but that's why and it I knew he was serious and I could not be mad how'd you know I was serious because it you were you were not being facetious you were seriously asking me a question and mm-hmm. I knew it was a genuine question. But I side eyed him so hard because, ladies, <laughs> let me be. I'm here to tell you: do not date or marry a younger man for reasons just as this. He had no idea of the error. Now he's like, "Okay, disco era. You a '70s baby? Yeah, baby. I was like, what, three, four? I'm. I couldn't go discoing. I was a toddler." Uh, I'm I'm older, but I'm not that old. Baby, the the disco er ended in the 80s. Anyway. So stop it. You could don't 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 you stop it. You could have went you could have went roller skating. You could have went to a backyard party. That's not disco. You So just stop it. But anyway. You know how we do. You know how we get he down. Just um you know how we get down. He throws a lot of those little questions and comments out there. Some of them are genuine like yesterday. They're all genuine. But sometimes he's very facetious in his question questioning. I do I, I say that to say I do ladies, want this marriage to work. I I can't <laughs> tell. I can't tell. And Alan, if you out there listening, help me, brother. Help me, brother. He, but he he agreed. No, everybody thought it was a legit question, and it it it, it was a legit question. No, the only person who thought it was a legit 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 question was your nephew Marv, and he was being a smart ass too. So yeah, Marv, if you out there listening, I got a bone to pick with you too. Okay. All right. Well, it yeah. So the answer is no. You didn't. I answered your question when you asked me that day. I couldn't. And it was, no, you couldn't what? I couldn't because you sat at me so hard with all this uh, built up aggression and, and sinus build up. I didn't, Whatever. I didn't know. So, no. Okay. Moving right along. Have you ever thought about it? 
No. I know you like the BGs. Baby. Hmm. You say you want this marriage to work. Okay. Uh-huh. Live the life you talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's, it's... Live the life you talk oh, about. So uh, I did finish um, my new book, Cast, C-A-S-T-E. When the keynote speaker told us about this book, he made sure he spelled it so that people knew when they went to go look for the book right. that it wasn't C-A-S-T. Gotcha. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the keynote speaker at the Black History program? Yes. I forgot it. I cannot remember the guy's name. I got it written down somewhere. But I did finish that book. It was a good book. Um I wish it would have I wish it was a book that I had read early on. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the information was not new to me. Why do you wish you had read it earlier? Cuz it it just would have been a good it would have been a good um book to, to, to kind of to get your feet wet, you know. Right. For for that type of journey. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it a, a lot of it was not new information, mm-hmm. but it was really well done. I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it again because me and John Wesley from the Sense of Shelf podcast mm-hmm. is supposed to be doing a book review on it. Okay. But mm-hmm. it was really good if you get a chance on your spring break or with the other 15 books that I have recommended over the last two years. I don't know if you got time, you know. Make time. Make time for time. I don't know. I love you, and I do want this to work. You don't. Okay. That just gave me a level of anxiety. Why? Because of all the books? No, honestly, you know why? It's because... So excited. This spring break is so needed. I need to work on being in the moment. Because my anxiety has already begun to rise just thinking about the things, all the things to do or I want to do or that need to be done Mm -hmm. over the break. And I feel like the break is almost over. And my anxiety is high and I don't, I shouldn't feel like that, and it's Sunday. So it's just, it's something I need to, I need to work on within myself. Do you feel like, do you feel like you have a, a issue of letting go? Maybe to a degree I do. Um, I have... Struggled in the past and still struggle with, but not nearly as much with overextending myself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that I want to do, or things that I that I want to do for me, things that I you know want to do for us, it just I don't know how to organize my brain in the sense of 
I don't know how to organize these tasks in my brain so that they don't create anxiety for me. Mm-hmm. Just the thought of it gives, I mean, just, it does. And, you know, it just, it just does. And, you know, I think it just, it does. I just, I need to work on it. You know, I find myself, this is how I know I'm getting stressed or whatnot is <laughs> my body tenses up really bad. Mm-hmm. And then I feel bad because I'm trying to do a better job of communicating my anger and frustration to people mm-hmm. without using adjectives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but deep down I feel like now they should have got this fucking heat. I should have just gave it to him and just suffered the consequences afterwards. I'm probably due for a good write-up. That's fine. I, I'll take that write-up. You can use my pen to do my write-up. No. I, I'm just saying. I want my Superman back. I'm just saying that sometimes I feel like in order for us to really deal with our stress, we have to. And I've I've seen this places where they's like you know if if you're feeling a certain way about something, say it. Say it. Mm-hmm. It's just all about how you articulate it, right? But yeah. I just feel like sometimes the articulation needs to be articulated, articulated with it, adjectives. Yeah, I get you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I can I can respect that. I can definitely understand where you're coming up from with that because um, it's a conversation that I have with my adult friends, my parent friends, because we talk about how our kids ramp up, ramp up. You talk, hey, clean your room. Hey, do your chores. Hey, do this. And they ramp up and ramp up until you fly off the handle and then they look at you like you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And then they own it. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, it starts to go again, go again, go. And it's like a cycle. It's just, it just repeats itself. So, mm-hmm. yes, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. So, but I feel I feel my body tense up. You know, I think, I think less, I think it was last week, when all this went down, like I was almost tempted, like, you know what, fuck this. I'm gonna just start my vacation early. I saw that in you. I heard that in your voice. Yeah, I was just like, "Fuck!" I'm about to say this. Fuck it. <laughs> like, like I was just <clears throat> once I left, I just wasn't gonna come back what, right. until Monday or something like mm-hmm. that. But I worked through it. Well, I'm glad you did. I and, worked through it. I did. And I am looking forward to us having just this. You know, it's not a lot of time, but just time that we need. Mm-hmm. Just. To detach and attach to each other. And just breathe and exhale. Breathe and exhale. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Me too. But yeah, it's been a fever pitch. It's been a fever pitch around here lately. But we finally got the, like you said, we finally got the whole car debacle situated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a whole nother story. A whole nother story. But, yeah, that's done. It's done. Well, babe, you got anything else um, that you want to bring up? or I really don't, but I do look forward to um, 
um, recording over the break. That's one thing I am looking forward to, just recording so that, um, excuse me, <coughs> in times like last week, we have episodes locked and loaded, so there isn't a gap. And we can still produce some content for you guys. Well, I mean, we could have, but it, it would have been shit. <laughs> it would have been right. shit. So, right. but I think once we take this little break from work mm-hmm. and stuff and recharge, yes, I think um, it'd be dope. I think so too. So I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. So to all our listeners out there, listen to your bodies, listen to your minds, and. When you need time, take time. It's definitely easier said than done, but if we don't take care of ourselves, we won't be good for anyone else. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to fill your cups. Can I ask you a random question? You sure can. When you see, like, a big tall tree, do you ever, like, wonder, like, how many black people Was hanging from that tree? No. no. No? I do it all the time. No. Okay. That was just a random thought. Okay. All right, kings and queens. I'm going to need Coretta Scott if I'm going to be king. Uh-huh.